0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Enjoy the Book of Life. We're here with Brother Andy Hilton, very excited about this topic. We're going to be talking about shepherding. This is an area that uh, looking for life experience is such an important thing, Uh, actually working alongside other people, uh, doing this work uh, that the Lord has uh, commissioned us to, to shepherd the sheep uh, I think it's it's something that uh, is is important to learn about, to hear from others and their experiences. So very excited uh, for this conversation. So just jumping into it, um what were some of your first experiences when it came to shepherding?
1: I believe the first time that it was ever mentioned to me. <clears throat> like in the context of me being an, an elder or a shepherd would have been, we were, we were, uh, I guess it was right when we started having children, we moved to um, up to Ohio and um, we were in an assembly fellowship there where we had a, had a great, great experience. And I don't know, probably along at some point along there, we were, we were there for a couple of years and I started getting some of the some of the folks would say, "Hey, have you ever considered um, being a part of the oversight?" Or, "Hey, I just want to let you know that we see you as having this um, uh, this gift or this bent or this knack." And so that was my first experience saying that we we actually see you as as doing the work of an elder, even though you're not recognized as an elder yeah and so what's interesting though, is that the Lord led and during that time, we would have been happy to go that route or or have that path, but at the same time he was leading us to be in the Lord's work full time in a in a different sense and, and so we were before I was recognized as an elder in that meeting, we were actually committed to the Lord and then ended up moving and so. Um, that's how that was that first first experience. I guess you'd say,
0: yeah, yeah, and and even just that first experience where someone saying, "Hey, we're seeing this in you," was it was that an yeah. encouraging thing for for you in the, at that time? Oh,
1: yeah. I I think initially it was like it was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, but it was encouraging and it was it was affirming in some ways because I didn't think I was doing anything special or anything different. I was just being me so to speak and i think that now you know you know years down the road and understanding the scripture better and understanding ourselves a little better i could see that the lord burdens or gifts equips ones and if you know he he says that your labor will be will be sweet will be satisfying will um and so exercising spiritual gift is usually not a, um, not laborious, although it can be very hard work. It's not, not, not a dreaded task, so to right. speak. Right. Yeah.
0: And so, from this point in your life, uh, how did you see uh, yourself grow in this area? What opportunities did you have uh, that kind of fostered and, and helped you uh, step into that?
1: Yeah. So when we initially were in the Lord's work, we made a made a decision to not what well, we were moving into an area where there was there was a there was quite a few meetings and um and so we didn't want to like just plug in with one right away. We kind of um, visited, got to know the area. Uh, we were so as as time progressed, we narrowed that down to a couple uh, meetings and then felt the Lord leading in a, in a specific direction to join in with one meeting and you know every every local church has what we might call a life cycle and Mm. there's different things that happen during during the the life cycle of those meetings and at the particular time when when we um cast in our lot so to speak with the with this group they they didn't have any recognized elders Mm. Um, in fact the mentality there was more like hey This is an every man's an elder kind of a group or why can't we all be elders? You know, we started. And so there they went, they kind of the governance that was a a men's meeting, a once a month men's meeting, you know. Yeah. Well, there was definitely people that weren't satisfied with that, that kind of a thing. And really, the Lord took the whole group through a process. And this is multiple years that this this would have occurred. And you may be familiar with the the little book that Randy Amos has, The Church. And um the the group went through that. They went the we went through that on Wednesday nights. I think it took there's 13 chapters. We took 13 weeks and went through those, discussed them, prayed about it. And through those events, the Lord led in in elders being recognized. And at that, and at that point, um I was asked to be a be considered or the the group recognized me as one of the one of the brothers there um so that that was when i was first the first time i was recognized as an elder in in a in that role hmm.
0: Hmm. i i think it's interesting like you're you're talking about how how you started with, with visiting all these meetings and then and then yeah came down to the one and and then you, you kind of talked about the situation, and I think it, it is just quite telling. Uh, a lot of times people might say, oh, you know, they're going through this. I'm not going to go here. And and uh, yeah. uh, I think it's interesting where you said we felt the Lord leading us here and, yeah. and how important that is. It wasn't that you were looking for, you know, oh, this is a nice, cozy, comfy spot, you know, but you, even mm. to talk about uh, uh, the growth that that, happened over that period of time i i just found that um very encouraging that you know the work first of all of a shepherd is is a uh a a job that includes uh some work and and that some development and and it is just encouraging hearing hearing the growth there uh over that period of time
1: so there was one other experience there that it would I think ones would appreciate hearing about. And that is <clears throat> this would have been prior. Um I'm trying to think of the time, the timeline, but definitely prior to us having this study, we were we were in this mode of having this monthly biz, uh, men's business meeting. And, and one of the brothers came who was who was committed from our area came off of the mission field. And they were they were fully in. Intending to go back, but the Lord closed the door for them to go back. Hmm. Well, like I said, that we were, um, we were in full-time work, involved in in uh, various forms of ministry. We had a brother move in, come off the mission field, and he he is totally planning on going back to the mission field. <clears throat> but while he was there, during I guess on a, on a furlough time. He, he, had, he started calling, he was calling me and he asked, would you like to pray together for the churches in the area? And so there were, again, there was multiple churches in that area. We we're praying. And like, I'd never heard about this before. I never heard of praying over the telephone before. That was awkward. That was new to me. And I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess so. We can do this. And so we started praying together every week. We would pray together for this area, these area meetings. Yeah. And but looking back on that, and and at that time, I saw over the course of several months, the Lord was knitting our hearts together. Mm. And that was such an encouragement. And then this brother got blocked. Uh the government wouldn't let he was he was a missionary from Russia, going trying to go back to Russia. The Russian government wouldn't let him back in. Wow. And so he took that as a closed door. And then because that we had established that relationship, he started attending the local fellowship where we were. And, and he had a history with that meeting as well. That was not his committing assembly, but um, so he was helping the churches in the area. He knew what we were going through. He was with us when we started that Bible study. And then he and I ended up being. together. And so it was just phenomenal how the Lord had knit our hearts together. Mm. We had this history as background. We knew each other's. Um, you know, doctrines that were trouble issues were where you stood. We knew there was harmony, um, and so it was a blessing going forward. And the assembly, I think, had, uh, you know, how the assembly kind of relaxes or like uh, has this sense of like, oh yeah, okay, this makes sense and because of the because of the the unity that was among the mm. the recognized brothers
0: yeah yeah that's uh, i i I'm glad you shared that because you, you know you saw the open door where where you stepped in, and then the closed door which led him there right. and yeah, and that's right and yeah. and even the the inner space between and and how it, yeah. it fostered yeah. that yeah. relationship,
1: yeah so now so, it's quite common to pray over the phone like i I'm very comfortable in that now <laughs> and offer it to others. They probably think it's strange when I first offer it, but it's it's been a blessing to pray together with other brothers.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Good. So, when we're talking about this the the um shepherding, this yeah. this role, I guess the first question we need to ask is is why even talk about shepherding? Uh what is the purpose or or benefit of the topic? So, what would you say to a okay. question like that?
1: So, why why is shepherding important? Yes. Yeah, so well, it's um your your dad this phrase a lot of times where he says, um, oh, this is God's idea, you know. This is this is not it, it, these are God's. I mean, shepherding is God's idea. It's His part of His plan."
0: Yeah,
1: and so yeah, you look at the New Testament church, even as it begins and rolls out in Acts, you you have elders even mentioned there in in the book of Acts. Acts chapter twenty has some really good information specifically about elders all throughout the new Testament. You see it. Uh, Paul tells Timothy go and, and appoint elders in these, in these places. So yeah, the work, the role of the elder from a church govern governance standpoint. Well, that's, that's important. Uh, the role and care for the flock. That's important. Uh, feed my sheep, tend my lambs. That's, that's important. Uh, the spiritual diet, uh, protecting the flock—that's again for the the New Testament church to carry through each age. The part of the role of the elder is to protect the flock, and so, yeah, that, I see that I see those variable points of importance as as we think about the role of the elder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, when it comes to shepherding, you kind of started to allude to this as, as you were hitting those main points. What are the core ideas yeah. that are necessary? So, if someone listening to this says, "You know, this is something I'm interested yeah. in," uh, this maybe sure. someone like you they they commented, "Hey, have you thought yeah. about this?" Yeah. and this yeah. interest is building. What are those core ideas um, for moving forward in this okay. on this topic?
1: Yeah, I would um, maybe think about a couple of different uh, scriptures there that would that would give some indication Uh, let me i'll i'll just uh read these quickly there's one is in and these are not in any particular order but if we would we look at hebrews chapter 13 and the very first verse says let brotherly love continue and then later in the chapter, he he mentions elders twice here in this in this chapter. So we have this concept of, of continuing, and he makes this or the writer makes this statement, verse seven, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Then a little bit later in the chapter in verse seventeen, we we read these words, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they must give an account, that they may they may do joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable to you. Hmm. So in this, I read three verses there, and I'd like to lift out maybe three phrases from those three verses to think about. Okay. What are, are, if I I feel the Lord directing me, if he's putting it on my heart to to show God's people, uh, love has to be present. Let brotherly love continue. There's a love, uh, Romans chapter five says, uh, one of the works of the spirit is the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. I think that's a love toward others, believers and unbelievers, you know, so. You're subject to the Lord's leading. The love is there. You have a love for God's people. The second phrase I'd lift out from verse seven would be, who have spoken the word of God to you. Hmm. So you've got this opportunity. You find yourself in situations where you're able to give counsel, advice, instruction from the word of God, and you're, you're meeting people where they are. They've got they've got a a big decision to make. They've got a, a problem with the teen child. And so you're giving you're giving instruction from the word. Um, and so you've you're speaking the word from the, to these people. There's a relationship there, and you're speaking the word to them. Then the third thing, it says that they watch for your souls.
0: Hmm.
1: And this is a you examine your own motives and intentions is there love there am i able to speak the word am i able to take word the word and apply it to their situation and do i care for their soul i am i'm watching for their souls i care for their soul i have their best interest in mind i want to see them succeed and so that's the that's the pattern those are some of the 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 thoughts that are consistent with that of a shepherd Hmm. now
0: is that does that make sense yes yeah, those are yeah, some, yeah. some great points I, I think and and not it's not just a, a checklist mindset that you're giving but th- that intention that that yeah. I'm I'm sharing God's love with them sharing God's word with them and and mm-hmm. with each step you're seeing that the the motive behind it, it it's yeah. Yeah. That I am a minister, not of my own wisdom or anything like that, but I, I'm a servant of the Lord, the the great right. Shepherd over me. It, it, yeah, it, uh, I, I enjoy so that. Those
1: three phrases. I'm gonna, there's one other phrase I want to pull out of another passage that speaks about shepherding, and that's in First Peter, First Peter chapter five, and I'll just read these few verses here. <clears throat> it says. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 1 The elders which are among you I exhort who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed feed the flock of God which is among you taking the o- taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly not for filthy lucre but of a neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being an example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, he shall receive a, you, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades on away. And so the phrase I'd like to lift out of this, uh, these four verses would be among the flock, mm-hmm. among you. Okay. So here's another concept for it, it, you, you're be among the flock be you're be you're you are you're not there's no hierarchy necessarily here is this god's governance yes but he says shepherds be among the flock be among the group know the needs of the people and so when you're among the people then you can see like okay the love is transparent there's a there's a bridge built because you love the people when you're among the when you're among the flock among God's people they understand like okay there's opportunity for him to speak the word uh to speak into my life and then then the third aspect of understanding like I, they're watching for my soul then he tells us too like it, it, we almost see this dichotomy of like man's concept and God's concept we we are we've got this concept like I'm the ruler. I'm the chief. I'm the head honcho. I'm the boss, and that's that's appropriate in some settings, but not for the not for God's church. Yeah. Uh, notice what it says: not, like, but, but but being willing. So, uh, if I want to force something to happen, I can force it to happen, right, in certain situations. But He doesn't want the elder. the the The, the pastoral gift is not to not to be. Taken by constraint, not for filthy lucre's sake, not 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 for gain, but of a ready mind. Uh, again, this is a this is willing to be a part, willing to be poured out, so to speak. Neither as being a lord, like right there, uh, not not as the lord, but being an example, a servant. Uh, you're serving the people that you're working with. So, you know, if we said, okay, I think, I think uh it's burning my heart to care for his people. We would say, okay, just be among, be among the people of God. Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord for a love. Evaluate. Do you love, do you love the people you're working with? Um, study his word, be ready to, to give it out. Um, and then uh, really understand that you're caring for the people's souls.
0: Hmm yeah and and just th- with that looking at um how those things all intermingle together yeah, uh, i yeah. i think is is so helpful to see uh the being among them is like you pointed out the opportunity to share the word with them the yeah. opportunity yeah. to uh guard their souls how do we guard their souls well the sharing of the word mm-hmm. by being around them you know, it, yeah. so that if if a sheep starts wandering, it it's not some big surprise like, oh, I know, I didn't even know that was going right. on or right. because right. I'm among right. them. I, I've talked with them about this and, and shared the word with them. So just seeing all those things and how they so um, well knit together uh, is is very helpful. Um, yeah, yeah. So can you give us some examples, uh, either from your life uh, uh, as a shepherd or seen in other people who have shepherded, some examples of of ways you've seen shepherding to be most effective? You, you've you already given us some really practical points. Yeah. How has how yeah. that uh, played out? What are some uh, examples, some stories where you've seen that mm. uh, work mm. really well? Yeah. <clears throat> So there's definitely
1: this is well okay. I'll say it this way. Remember the um, the first miracle where these servants are part of this filling up the water jugs, and they they see the wa- water turned to wine, and this statement is made: the the governor of the feast didn't know what had happened, but the servants who drew the water knew. Hmm. At, it's the fun, it's the front lines, you know, like, so yeah, serving in this role as an elder, uh, there's definitely been things that you saw happen that you're like, wow, that, that was the Lord working right before our very eyes. All I did was fill the water jug and he, he did something miraculous, you know? Yeah. And so there's those situations. We've seen it happen in, in marriages, um, yeah you're just you're you're being used to the Lord and so there's uh, there's situations and this is where uh, in any of these passages that we've looked at you'll you'll notice there's always a plurality hmm. and the lord's the Lord's given me some neat experiences where he has knit the oversight, he's knit their hearts together. There's a unity and there's a plurality. And I've seen like, there's this, there's this aspect of being in the trenches. I mean, spiritual warfare and an attack on a marriage is, is warfare. Mm. And so there you are like trying with these other brothers, trying to save a marriage. Mm. Uh, And, you know, by God's grace, you see the, the see the situation dealt with, uh, the unity again, like standing up against doctrinal error. We've seen that we've seen that happen, or, or you've seen um, someone who wants to like go their own way, and you speak into their life. They take the stand, and they come back to their senses, so to speak. So, yeah, there's uh, there's been. These experiences that have that have happened, some I could go into detail on, I guess, or some you you can't, right? Give a whole lot of detail with because they're private or confidential. But um, I think the the main one of the main highlights or things that you see the Lord working in a situation, being there on the front lines, and knowing knowing He's working through you. Um, uh, one of the brothers that I have, uh, been with, will use this phrase. Let's see if I can get it right. He says, isn't it a great thing when the, when the heart of the shepherd, the great shepherd gets into the heart of the under shepherd.
0: Mm. Mm. And that really comes back to, um, this the the brotherly love, uh, continuing that yeah, that you yeah, started off with, yeah. and that mm. um and I, did, I think too it it's such a testimony um, because you 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 said in other areas that that they're to be an example the shepherd is to be an example mm. and yeah. Um, yeah. as First John points out that if. Uh, I say I'm I'm in a good relationship with God, mm-hmm. that I love God, but I hate my brother. Well, you lie, and you're, you're not practicing the truth. This right, isn't, right. It isn't someone that I need to be um, following after. But instead, we look to the ones who, um, the end of their conversation, Jesus Christ, right? The yeah. same yesterday, yeah. same forever, that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at them and not saying that they're perfect. Right. And, and I I love that the point there in, in Hebrews 13, that uh, I'm fo- whose faith follow that when I look and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. yes, yep. you know, they're going to have their failures, their foibles, you know, uh, uh, right. like everyone else. But where I see Christ in them, it's like, oh, I can mm-hmm. follow. I, I can yep. follow there. And yep. um this this brotherly love that that we're talking about to see that as an outflow of their relationship um mm-hmm. with God that that um they are spending time uh in God's word and so then when they they're sharing the word um it's it's because they truly believe it and and yeah uh to submit to someone uh who i can see well they su- they're submitting to the lord to, to, to the that lord. shepherd yeah. Yeah. so yeah. in yeah. in all of those areas we're seeing uh merely uh uh how do you say like an aim you know someone who helps me along along the path yeah, yeah. they're one step closer you, you might say gotcha. Uh, gotcha yeah where i yeah. get to see uh the things that are taught lived out uh, to help, uh, you know, I can sit down with them and ask, ask the question, ask yeah. their advice. Yeah. So, yes, uh, very helpful. Yeah,
1: we have a little phrase that we use along those lines. As we, we say, we want to fan their flame. You know, we want to come alongside and the the good things that we see, we want to fan it. We want to fan it into flame. And, um, and then, yeah, so. We we're happy to see the the saints uh, grow in that way.
0: Yeah. Now, if if someone again, let's say someone's they've never done this, they're, they're interested in this. You, we've looked at kind of these core principles, core yeah. ideas. What would yeah. you say are some good first steps uh, to take along this path? Yeah. I would say the. the so maybe
1: reminding ourselves of some fundamental or basic truths. The scripture says that we're not redeemed with corruptible things, but like silver and gold, but redeemed with the precious lamp, the precious blood of the lamb. And so redeemed, we're bought back. We're, we've been bought with a bought with a price. We've been purchased, so to speak. And so we're not our own. Mm and reminding ourselves of that basic principle like okay i'm the lord's and even you know the lord jesus said um in in the in the prayer the example prayer he gave to the the disciples you know thy kingdom come thy will be done and so god's got a plan he's working his plan and we got to remember that he's made us part of that right he's He's given us opportunity to be part of that. So he's, he's purchased us. He's equipped us. He's given us all a spiritual gift that may or may not be. I think there's definitely a, the scripture teaches as a pastoral gift, but there's other gifting that there's a gift of administrations that, that where you may have an elder. Not every not every elder will have a pastoral heart or pastoral gift. Um, not every. Um, yeah, so so you you recognize those things. So I'm back to the. Let me not, not get off track and get on the, on the question of of saying what what are some first steps. I would say recognizing that you're not your own, recognizing that you've been equipped. Mm-hmm. Um, the third thing is I would say to 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 be at the meeting and serve. Mm-hmm. It is very important to have the confidence of the saints, and so you're. You're being alongside, like in our situation, we would have that the one meeting I talked about where we were visiting when we were visiting other churches, we would maybe come to them every fourth Sunday or or, um you know, maybe uh, once every couple of months or something like that. But then when we decided, OK, we're locking in here, we what we did was show up. We did what we were asked. We started building relationships, and I didn't. It wasn't this like, "Oh, we got to be an elder or start the campaign." It's like you show up and you serve,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so you know, remembering you're not your own, um, knowing that you've been equipped for a particular purpose, to and then to serve. And so, mm-hmm. I think once you serve others are going to recognize you like it that's where you even see that concept now it's in acts chapter 20 the holy spirit has made you overseers and so the people were going to recognize that so i think getting in and serving then then that'll become clearer as you as you take that role of service there's a brother that i i've learned a lot from different mentors along the way but he would he would want to, if it was a potluck or a main dish of a meal or something for the assembly, he wanted to serve it to the people. And mm-hmm. he, was, he was a shepherd, a shepherd at heart, but he wanted to make sure everyone was fed before he would eat. Now I thought that was a huge lesson, you know, like he's taking the role of the servant. Yeah, you know, he's dishing he's ladling the soup or he's cutting the meat or whatever they're doing. You know, he's he's preparing and letting everybody else eat. Yeah and I I thought that was that was kind of a neat practical way to be to be one serving among God's people.
0: Yeah and and I mean when you talk about service th- that pulls in to it. I mean you can't serve if you're not there. Uh if yep. you don't know what's needed. Uh just saying yep. okay go serve. It it launches you into finding the needs that are there, yep. uh, yep. being just being awake to it, right? Um, you're you're not yep. not just exactly. in the flow of things. I'm looking around. I'm looking to serve. Looking where are the opportunities? Yep. Where are the needs? Where are the people yep. who, who are you know? It. Uh, uh I think of we had a group Bible study here. Okay. And. Um, becoming aware, um, I forget who I was first talking to where they, they mentioned one of the things they like doing. Um, I, I think it was my wife as back before she was my wife, but uh, bet, yeah. one yeah. of the things that she, uh, uh, her eyes were open to were when someone was sitting alone. So after the, after the study oh, was yeah. over, people, yeah. Yeah. they just kind of mill about, sure. Yeah. And, 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 you know, have side conversations, people would play games, you know, that sort of thing. Sure. But, but to find, oh, there's someone sitting quietly, yeah. just kind of by themselves yeah. In, yeah. in a large yeah. group, sometimes people get lost, but mm. she, her eyes were open to it. And yeah. once she mentioned yeah. it to me, I was like, oh, I need to do that. And, and so afterwards opening my eyes to that. And, and so just that exhortation to be a servant, mm-hmm. I think if yep. I go into the day, in, into the meetings uh, with my eyes open, what are the needs? Who, who needs what? Uh, I, I think it, it helps launch me towards yep. that because it's so yep. easy sometimes just to kind of do what you've always done and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. To, to go with, with that um, emphasis um, opens up opportunities uh, just right. by itself good point yeah. well good i i think um especially those those core ideas that that you brought up i think very helpful, very instructive uh pointing us in, in a good direction, and then some first steps uh, again i i the the scripture says whoever desires this desires a good thing mm-hmm. uh yeah. you can't you yeah. can't go wrong with this desire uh right. and and i love i love um absolute statements like that in the scriptures mm-hmm. it says mm-hmm. like pour yeah. yourself into this uh yeah. desire this yeah. and it, yeah. it'll be good it, it, it'll do you good it'll do others good mm-hmm. so I, I think that that it it's a good thing for us to think about and and uh you've given us some some helpful tips so thank you uh very much for for your time and thoughts
1: yeah thank you david appreciate the opportunity